Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Facebook safety teams protect billions of people each month. They lead the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested more than $13 billion in the last five years, quadrupling their safety and security teams to 40,000 people and investing in industry-leading AI technology to enhance safety on their platforms. It's working. Over the last several months, they've taken action on 1.7 billion fake accounts, 51.7 million violent and graphic posts, 62 million explicit adult posts, 9.3 million drugs and firearms sales posts. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Keeping your feed safe will continue to be everyone's priority at Facebook. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. Hey everybody, I was thinking about a couple different things as always, and I was thinking about um, two things that I had, I had read before. One, I actually saw a video t- to prove this theory. Uh, the first one was a theory that goes about frogs. It says that if you put a frog into a frying pan, a live frog into a frying pan, and you gradually increase the heat, the the frog will keep readjusting itself to the heat but not jump out of the pan until the heat gets so high that the frog because of being tired can no because of being tired from the heat can no longer jump out of the pan and he or she will die in the pan because uh they essentially be they essentially get cooked Interesting theory, and I've heard it to be true that if you you turn it up gradually, they just they just stay there. They don't think to to jump out, or they don't believe, you know, that it's getting worse. So they don't they don't move according to their environment. They don't move with uh with good decision making skills in regard to their environment. To the they don't adapt well. Uh, the other the other thing I saw was a video, and it's a theory as well. That I've seen in practice, and I've seen it, uh, seen it fulfilled. A theory that says that if you you train a dog to always go to, let's say, a gate, you always come to that point, and you make them stop, and you make them wait for you to open a gate, time and time again, you make them stop, wait to open the gate, get them to the gate, make them sit, wait for you to open the gate, then they go through. That if you do it enough times, you can remove the gate. And the dog still won't go past that point to go through the gate like an invisible fence. The dog trains himself to to not go past a certain point because he's been conditioned to understand that there's something there that's going to impede his progress. And he has to wait for somebody to give him permission to go through. In both of those stories, it kind of reminded me of um a story that the author Robert Kiyosaki told in Rich Dad Poor Dad where he was speaking about his rich dad saying that in regard to his fortune of all the things that people have asked him nobody had ever asked him how he got to be so successful he said people asked how he how he made the money how do, how did they become wealthy 
said people have asked him for jobs on countless occasions, uh, kidding and not sometimes. And he said that people have also asked him for loans. More often than not, he said people ask him for loans or to borrow money. But nobody had ever asked him how to become wealthy. Even though he was established wealthy, they, they treated it as almost like a birthright. Either you are or you are not. And it was very interesting. And I think about those invisible fences, those invisible barriers that we set up in our lives. Specifically, I think about myself in that regard, that you you condition yourself as a means of, for me, as a means of survival to not to not allow your your wellness, your mental wellness to be so damaged by the fact that you haven't achieved those goals and what that could mean or that you're you haven't you didn't you weren't born to a family that had achieved those goals and what that could mean. I didn't want to allow myself to go down a negative a negative rabbit hole thinking about what that would mean about what does that mean about me that I haven't reached those goals or that I wasn't born to that family because I knew I didn't have enough information to have to make an educated assessment. The only thing I will come to the conclusion of would be the only conclusion I would come to rather would be something probably negative and based on something partially factual and partially um, partially fabricated. So I chose not to to let myself kind of wander down those pathways. But in regard to what I wanted and what I what I envisioned, I still had those same invisible barriers up. Those in, those same invisible invisible parameters. And much like the the dog in the case, I always believed that I would have to have someone to escort me past that invisible barrier, even if there was no barrier there. But in real life, it doesn't work like that. In the case of the dog, he can he was brought to the fence many, many times. So getting to the fence was never going to be an issue for the dog. Like myself, getting to the point of the dream is never been a problem. And I imagine even for the dog that envisioning him, him or herself going past that gate because they had done it many times before with uh, their master opening the gate and letting him through. So they even envisioning what the success would look like had never been a problem. But the the bottleneck or the roadblock came in at the point where they where the gate was removed and there was no master. To stand on that point and then to say, I have to break this mental barrier that has been established within myself to go past this gate without a master to give me a green light. And for myself, it's always, you know, you kind of hope for, you know, in the same mind state of the movie uh, Waiting for Superman, you hope for someone to come down from somewhere and extend a hand and pull you across those invisible barriers, not realizing that there is no barrier there. The only barrier is the one established in your mind. The The barriers of the mind can be some very, 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 very powerful barriers. More powerful than any any physical barrier could ever be. The, the barrier of the mind impedes you from even 
desiring things because you can't you can't you can't articulate within yourself well enough to make those synapses fire and connect to have you achieve those goals so it's it's an interesting thing to think about the invisible fences that we we have set up and you know in the case of the frog to not even realize when we need to to make those moves it's 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 a tough thing and the only way that we can cross those invisible fences without a master giving us permission or seeing a gate open is to logically look at, to logically and objectively look at where we want to be and logically and objectively plot out on a piece of paper how do we get there because that's the only way for me and i believe through the the host of books that i've read up to this point that's the only way where you can see on paper that there is no fence there is no master to tell you how far or how how often you can go through that fence and that's a powerful thought it's a very enlightening thought and a very profound understanding however to get to that point of understanding you must relinquish all of the old thoughts you must relinquish you must relinquish your beliefs on what a master is you must relinqu relinquish what your beliefs are in regard to access you must relinquish <laughs> I keep you must relinquish what your thoughts are in regard to permission you have to you have to get past those things within yourself to even make it to even make it worthwhile you have to get past those those barriers and that's a, that's the most difficult part like i said i imagine the dog could see him or herself playing in the field or whatever is beyond the gate they can see themselves going through the gate but they can't cross that mental barrier that has been established because it is so deep rooted and so strong so as always I speak to myself as I'm talking to you guys because I don't there's no audience in front of me I'm just speaking to myself it is imperative that as we grow we abolish and destroy the invisible fences that are set up through circumstance that are set up through training through our upbringing that are set up through beliefs that are unproductive so we must constantly destroy those invisible fences the fences that make us not approachable the fences that make us not not a part of a greater society the fences that make us unable to reach for our dreams even though we have the vision and can see them to smash those invisible fences is to say that I am I am free to move about the country or the cabin or the world I am free to move about I am I am at liberty to smash those mental borders and barriers to know that you are you are full citizen of the entire world now because now you don't have those barriers on yourself and you can take that that thought and that belief and go anywhere in the world and in 
and uh, step into, well, not step into, and walk into, not even walk into, step into and walk to, same thing. But you can realize, fully realize those visions. You can fully walk walk into those thoughts, having shattered the the notion that the access is barred to you because you haven't been given permission by a master. That you haven't been given permission by the gate being open. When there is no gate, or even if there is a gate, you can do as the master does and open the gate for yourself. You can become the master of your destiny. You can become the master of your travel. Profound thought. Great, great thought. But I think it's totally, totally necessary because we, we set up these barriers, not intentionally, but we set these barriers up. So you have to. And the only way that you can that you can abolish these barriers and the only way you can change those barriers is to confront them, to walk up to where you believe the gate is, push on the gate, shake the gate. How do we push on the gate and shake the gate? We pushed on the gate and we shake the gate by writing down where we are, where we want to go and making a detailed plan. It doesn't have to be the plan that you'll actually follow, but it has to be something to say, I think this will be the next step. I think that will be the next step until you're past the gate. Then you can see it for what it really is. And sometimes you can say there is no gate at all. And that's the most beautiful thing when you've recognized that there is no gate, there's no master, and I can just go. Please walk Sparky for me. No way. <laughs> I'll throw in a caramel frappe. Ooh, make it a large. Deal. Get a sweet deal. $2 any size McCafe beverage on the McDonald's app. Between you and me, Sparky, I would have walked you for free. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Offer valid through 4322 or participate in McDonald's. Valid one time per day. McDonald's app download and registration required.